1: Hey everybody, welcome in. A glorious afternoon here in the capital city. Trent and I are here bright and early. Hope that uh, you're enjoying the nice weather that we are having. We have a power pack program for you today. Coming up, uh, Alex Halstead at 1225. A twenty-four-seven cyclone alert. We'll get into everything cyclones, including the Cap City League and how... That uh, all worked out for itself. Uh, Wolfgang joins the show with Trent at 1. We're going to have a conversation with Randy Wayofer, uh, way o- a long-time uh, broadcaster with the Iowa Cubs. That's coming up at one forty. the reason. Kyle Schwarber, of course, down from the Cubs back in Des Moines. Uh, 2 o'clock, Scott Dixon, race car driver. That's going to be entertaining. And then at 2.35 today, Zuba Mahente from ESPN. Other than that, we got nothing going on, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a busy day. It is a Jimmy. good Tuesday. It yeah, really is. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: always a good thing. Yeah. We like to be busy here. And though We're our good. bread and butter, yes, there isn't really anything happening with Iowa and Iowa State, and really that's a good thing because normally at this time, Jim, I've I've done sports talk radio now in the state of Iowa, going on boy over thirteen years, which is crazy to think about. God, you're old. I'm, I'm getting old, but When there's stories with Iowa and Iowa State at this time, it's usually guys getting in trouble. Bad. Guys leaving, guys being arrested, whatever it may be. Those are the stories that in the past... At this time of the year. That's what you're going to get. We haven't had hardly any of that. No. It's been... If, boring in a way if you're a for us it's boring if you're sure. a fan it's a good thing you're breathing a sigh of relief yes. i mean that's what you want to get through and you want to get the four, through the fourth of july and hope nothing stupid happens then yep and then it's getting ready for big 10 big 12 media ga- days and away we go jim mm-hmm. i mean it, it I happens know. fast it does it does happen fast. you never want to wish away your summer no but it's going to come up a lot quicker than anybody anticipated now, i've been talking to some people high school football is right around the corner it goes through very, very quickly, and we're back to football season. But there's still a lot to decipher, a lot to go through, a lot to talk about, including what we've seen in the Capital City League, what mm-hmm. we've seen in the Primetime League, uh, what's happening football recruiting-wise. And as you saw, Iowa State picks up another uh, speedy receiver they from down in Texas. Yeah. Good to see down there. I was able to go up to Wisconsin, pluck a, a offensive line prospect, that had a Wisconsin offer. He did have a that Now that just doesn't happen. Jake Plum is the young man's name. Six foot eight, mm-hmm. two hundred and forty pounds. That is a tall drink water. Now he's a tight end. <laughs> yeah, but he projects. He's as a probably
1: tackle. going to be a tackle. I yeah. mean, there,
2: there's your Robert Gallery starter yes. kit right there.
1: Yeah, there you go. Guy that
2: started as a tight end and then moved out and became uh, an All Pro and an Outland Award winner. That's what he has to look. But you know. We've talked about recruiting a lot here lately, and it goes back to the comments that Brian Ferentz made and and throwing a little shade at Matt Campbell and the staff at Iowa State and going after P.J. Fleck in Minnesota. And it was fun, and it was interesting. I thought it was fun. But it's two certainly different schools of thought. Yeah. Uh, The way they go about it. Is one side better? No. And here's the thing. If Iowa recruited the way that Iowa State does— it wouldn't work for them, I don't think. Probably not. And if Iowa State recruited the way that Iowa does, I don't think it would work for them. Exactly. It's two schools of thought, two different ways to skin the cap. But in the end, it works for what they're doing. It works for what they're trying to project. It doesn't mean one is better. They're just different. Mm-hmm. I agree with you.
1: And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing for what we do. It's a good thing for fans that there is a difference uh, between the schools and the way that they approach things, because that'll make Cyhawk Hawk Week even more fun. Yes, and for me, you know me, I'm dialed in that week. That's the that's the best week that you can have in this state. Look, the uh, the thing about what what is taking place right now in the summer, and, and we talked about that. It's a good thing because there's nobody in any difficulty. Yep, nobody on the blogs, nobody. Uh, on the police blotter, none of that stuff, which is great. However, you do have a guy that was a star in the World Series not that long ago for the Chicago Cubs, struggling to beat the band and sent down to the minors. Look, Kyle Schwarber knew it was coming, is not upset about it. Mm -hmm. He's upset at himself, and he should be. Right. Because he... Believes he's a Major League Baseball player, and he probably is. But right now, he's going through baseball hell. So they send him down to Des Moines, monster crowd at the uh, yard last night at the old ball yard, Principal Park. And Schwarber strikes out three times and then ropes one so hard to write. It probably could have been a double for somebody, <laughs> sure. But he hit it so hard that he was held to a single at first base. Yeah,
2: not for Schwarmer.
1: <laughs> Jeez, that thing was stung. It was stung, absolutely. So, you know, fans that were there last night, they got their money's worth. Look, the guy's going to get his hacks in, mm-hmm. and he's he's going to attack the baseball. That's that's his nature. And yeah, he caved three times. And then that one rope that, you know, you're going, oh, my gosh, can he get that swing back? That's what you're basically hoping for in his time in Des Moines. That's
2: it, Trent. You hope that he gets that swing back. Well, and he he's a guy that you know can get locked in. And yeah. The, I don't think the concern right now is him losing something. I don't think that's what you're worried about, that that he's lost something. I think it's just all in his head. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, I mean, that happens to baseball guys more than other sports. And you start pressing. Yes. And you look up and you're, you hear your walk-up music and you look up there and you see the 171. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can't dig yourself and out of it. And you're going, God, I suck. Yeah. And you're not going to get 10 hits at at bat to get it over 200. No. And every time you go up there and even... If you go through a good stretch and, and you got some hits in there, but that batting average, it just still looks up and it's still in the 100s. And it has to go through your head. Oh, sure. I mean, it, it has to be something mentally sure. that that is difficult to overcome. And you start thinking about it, you start pressing, you keep going down that road. And it's going to lead to a lot of people, certainly, it's it's tough on them. Yeah. And, and I'm sure it was difficult on Kyle Schwarber because we know Kyle Schwarber's a talented baseball player. We know he is a talented swinger of the baseball. He ball. is. And when you're going through a prolonged slump like this, just to reset, to go down, and he said all the right things. He He, did. he has gone in, about this in the his right way. Card. Yes. And he that did. is a great thing to see. And he says, look,
1: he says, I, I get it. He says, he he basically said yesterday that I hope I'm not here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, of course you do. That, I mean, that's you, you're going to come in, reset yourself, and go back up. And that's exactly what The Cubs want you to do as well. Mm -hmm. They want you back. They don't want you toiling down here in the minors. Right. So, from that standpoint, he did say everything that he should have said during the interview session prior to the game. And it was funny, too, because fans were lined up along the third baseline like it was going out of style. Of course. You know, you would have thought it was like a major league game with so many people that were already there, kids trying to. Get an autograph. So from that standpoint, here, this, does this bug you at all? Because you have a, a young daughter now. Yes, yeah. She's going to get to that stage at four or five where, and I know that she'll be into sports just because of her dad. She might be. Uh, I'm sure she, she already goes hockey, hockey. <laughs> she Come does. Come on. She does. So when you take her to a game, uh huh. if there's some dope, male or female yeah. that is pushing your daughter out of the way trying to scam an autograph how P.O.'d are you going to get
2: oh how often do you i, yes, I you, hate that you see people up there it's what they like you know jimmy b you like i likes, hate that you like seven and sevens i do this guy over there likes autographs and yes, is there a percentage of people? Yeah, but that I'm is not butting
1: some kid out of the way to get a seven and
2: seven. Well, that you remember. I mean, well. <laughs> it might happen. You never know, Jimmy B. No, I know what you're saying. And yeah. The times that I've seen it, though, yes. it is so rare that I've seen somebody moving kids out of the way to get there. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, I have too. I, I've seen a lot of bad things yeah. too. That doesn't mean I've, that I've I'm going to denigrate. People run over kids to yeah. get a foul ball. Yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to denigrate anybody that goes to a baseball game trying to get a foul ball. I'm not doing that. Because one guy did it. I'm just curious if it happens to your daughter how you might respond. What am I going to do, beat a guy up? No, but... I'll have a conversation with him. Okay. That's what I'll do. I'll use some choice words, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's going to happen. But I am hopeful that that will never happen to Ella. Yes, can it happen? And if it does, we'll talk about it. And I will explain the situation to her. I will explain it to the young man or lady, whoever it may be, that is trying to get an autograph and button kids out of the way. You talk about things, Jim. That's what I'll do if it happens. Okay. I am going to be hopeful that I'll never see that because it's been so rare that I've seen even adults do it. I do have a friend that is a collector that collects autographs that is a huge Cubs fan that goes down there and gets autographs from the guys every year. Oh, man. But he doesn't butt people out of the way, right? Okay,
1: it. okay. You know, see, I'm okay with that. Yeah. If you're just standing there and the guy yeah. walking by and he signs, I'm fine with that, right? But I don't, and like that's what it. I normally see. I don't like it when adults charge in and stick their piece of paper out in front of the kid. But how often do you see
2: it? I mean, that, I'm, that's,
1: that's I probably have seen it, maybe a lot more than I care to see it. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm not saying that it. Ha- I'm looking for it every game that I attend. You're not, yeah, but. I, I just hate when adults do that stupid crap. That's all.
2: I just don't think it's as prevalent as maybe your imagination maybe, sometimes leads it to be.
1: No, it doesn't. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's because I've seen also video of, yeah, of dopey yeah. adults robbing foul balls from kids.
2: Sure. You know, Maybe they're just trying to save the kid.
1: No, that's want, not the case. Well, how many
2: of those kids are catching that foul ball? Well, the but more lo- the likely- let them go for it. If the, they if
1: they don't catch it and it bounces away from them, okay, now you can go for it.
2: That's different too.
1: Yeah. 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 But that's you don't run into the kid or push him out of the way to grab it like you've seen <laughs> on lots of videos. I I just hate that. Anyway, back to Schwarber quickly. Uh Randy Wayofer will join us at one forty, by the mm-hmm. way, from the iCubs, uh, with more on this. Look, I think it's I think it's uh, uh, great for the I-Cubs to have a guy oh, of course. of his yeah. stature come yeah. down and knowing that he's going to play every day. He's not like on rehab from an injury, so you might see him once or twice and that's it. He's going to be in the lineup every night. And I think they started, what, an eight-game homestand starting last night. So, look, it's they're going to draw some big crowds here.
2: How long is this going to be? I, I would say weeks as opposed to days.
1: I would say so as well. I think they've got to let him get his confidence back up. And if he has a game where he goes three for four mm-hmm. or two for four, they're not going to call him up after he just did that. They're going to wait for you know, a couple of weeks, I think. Don't, am I correct on the eight-game series here? I think I am.
2: Yeah, they, they're they home through the weekend against Round Rock. Then they get into uh, through July 3rd. They will be Okay, here. through July 3rd. okay. And then they go on the road for three, back home for three more against Omaha. And then it's the All-Star break. Oh, okay. And it's uh, at the same time as the MLB All-Star break. So that kind of leads to the Couldn't question. Could Schwarber go up then
1: again at the All-Star break?
2: Do you want to do that? Do you want to get him a few at-bats before, maybe the series before the All-Star break? I would and then think so. you get another respite from yeah, there? Yeah, probably. Uh, because the Cubs then, after the All-Star break, they're on the road for two series after that. They so, are. You know, maybe bring him home for that final series, the final three games right before the break. Get some uh, at-bats and then one more chance to kind of reset, reevaluate, and then he'll be back after the All-Star mm-hmm. break. I-, I would guess, and again, that's all this is, is speculation is the route it goes. But here's the other thing. If Schwarber struggles over this two weeks, well, then you got to keep going back to the well and figuring out what's going. What's on going yet. on with him? You know, if, if 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 that's the case, the other part is if he just cover tears the cover off the baseball here over five six games. It's kind of what the point you know is. All right, we figured out it was this mechanical issue. Right. Or it was this timing issue. Whatever it is. And he's up there raking. Mm-hmm. Well, it can be much quicker than that, right? But I agree. If I had to put an over/under on on the number of days, starting with yesterday being day one, I'd probably say over seven and a half. Sure. You know, if you said, yeah. "Is it going to be over less than a week?" I think I'd, I'd say I, I, over. he'll
1: be here for the whole homestand.
2: Yeah, I think
1: so. Uh, unless somebody gets hurt.
2: Well, and that's the other part. Uh, yeah. that,
1: that's the issue. Right. I mean, if somebody gets hurt, that changes everything. Yep. But if right. it's status quo then there then there you are. And and that's the way I think that um, it'll, it'll probably play out.
2: Well, let's uh, take a look back at the world of sports last night. We start with Schwarber, and we continue on with some baseball. Back up to the big league squad as we go, in case you missed it. It's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. If you got a small leak, maybe it was those hailstorms that hit your home. Give the guys at Wolf Construction yeah. a call today, Brandon and Company, They'll get you set up and ready to roll. Last night, Jimmy B, fun game with the Cubs and the Nats. It was. Early lead for the Cubs. Some great defensive plays. Oh, Javi
1: Baez' play
2: was two
1: of them. He's got two of them. Yeah, sensational.
2: Let's listen to both of them. Here's the calls from last night. Javi, playing D. Now Bryce Harper.
1: Oh, he caught it! Baez just robbed Bryce Harper.
2: How I thought he he Casper hit got a hit by a gunshot there. Yeah, oh! I know.
1: The I mean, it was a, he lunges to his backside, his right side, and Harper just hit a line shot toward left. And then Harper goes, oh, <laughs> man, are you kidding me? One more from Javi. of Lynn.
0: Popped down the left field line, Jay, and Baez are over there. The slide, the catch. What a catch by Baez. Did he make the catch? Unbelievable play. One of the best you'll ever see. He had no business making that play. That's about 170 feet covered in distance. Two-thirds of the world is covered by water. The other third by Javier Baez. (laughs) Now that's a good line.
1: I wonder how long he's been sitting on oh, that. Oh, yeah. That, that's one that he's you're been waiting on. He's been sitting on, right? on that yeah. one for a while. That's those that one. The, those are the ones that you write down on your scorebook. Yep, yep. And then you just copy it to the next page each game, hoping <laughs> that you get a chance to use waiting, it. Waiting, waiting. Oh, I've done that so many times. <laughs> how many of those were good? And how many of them, when you said my, it, like,
2: you know, it wasn't as good as I was hoping. Oh,
1: that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. My best one was, was uh, doing an NBA game. And a guy went up and dunked over another guy. And I said something to the effect of. Boom, shakalaka. No, I didn't do that. No. Boom I goes said, the dynamite. No, I didn't go boom, doze the. Oh, no. I said, he went so high, his sneakers got burned on reentry.
2: Oh, I, I see where you went there. Yeah. C minus.
1: What? C-. That's a great line. He went so high, his sneakers got burned on reentry.
2: C-. Come on! That was at least A minus. Wade Davis locking things down as the bullpen last night, Jimmy. What yeah. Was that? 5 nothing. alright. You know, they get the insurance runs both in the 8th and ninth. Like, uh, no problem. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, I look on Twitter, uh-oh, bullpen implosion. Uh, gotta flip it back on. I didn't see this Wade Davis coming in. Finally locking down the victory last night for the Cubs.
0: 2-2. Two, two. Swing and a miss! Contreras to Rizzo, and they hang on. Cubs win. Cubs win. A dramatic matchup of likely all-star teammates. Wade Davis strikes out Ryan Zimmerman, and they escape with a
1: 5-4
2: win. Oh my. Comcast Chicago with the call last night. Tonight, 6:05, 1st pitch, Jake Arrieta against Max Scherzer of the Nats. That's a must-see TV. That'll be a good one. That'll be where we are dialed in this evening. Let's go with one more from yesterday. Michael Waka had a good start in a weird 2-40 afternoon start with the Cardinals playing last night, uh, yesterday afternoon, against the Reds. Judd Jerko going deep for the Cards early on, giving them a 3 nothing lead.
0: Jerko, hitter's count. And a 3-1 is hit out to deep left field. This ball is...
2: They cruise to an 8-2 victory over the Reds. Waka with his fourth victory of the year, the Iowa-born Michael Waka. Jr. There
1: you go. Waka, Waka. All right. So, I, sorry, I couldn't pass that up. Uh, there's some of the uh, baseball highlights. The, the Cubs game was entertaining. It was. Did you flip around and, and get a chance at all to watch some of the big three three-on-three basketball
2: i didn't i wanted it and we talked about it yesterday i really wanted to hit it it was one of those things that it just kind of slipped my mind Uh uh-huh and then i just saw some highlights and i I was disappointed i should have put it on the dvr that's bad work out of me that is bad work out of you happens from time to time i was pumped up to see it didn't get to see it outside of the highlights it was fun yeah it was
1: fun i got i mean and it's it's fast-paced and the th- the way they have it set up, you know, you're thinking, okay, they're going to just play on a half basketball court like we all do. Mm-hmm. No, it is just a half court. That's it. There's There's no, they're not on a full court. It is set up perfectly. Big crowd. Crowd was into it. And it's kind of fun. Reggie Evans. Yeah. Oh, my boy, Reggie Evans. Reggie, you still can't shoot still can't shoot wasn't rest. It pretty huh no oh god he clunked a free throw that was unbelievable some things never yeah, change yeah never changes <laughs> but uh it it was fun and they have the coaches miked uh huh so you got Gary Payton the glove another great nickname we had the nickname conversation the other day the glove and they're in the huddle and they're down 4 and they're designing this three-point play because they didn't have to, uh, they still had time. They didn't have to uh, uh, go for a four-point shot. I did see one four-point shot. Bibby made a four-point shot. Your your man, Ricky Davis, played well. Did he? Yeah. yeah. all right. So it's, it's. um Looks pretty cool. It is. It's entertaining. Yeah. So now, that was a tape delay. I think they probably did a tape delay so they could do some editing on it, first time out of the yeah. bag, you know, that sort of thing. They could make it look as good as they possibly could. Now they're going to be in Charlotte coming up for the next one, and that one is live. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's Ghost Ballers. I watched Three-Headed Monster and Ghost Ballers, and Ghost, uh, Ghost Ballers won uh, with a free throw at the end by Richard Lewis. All right. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. A lot yeah. of
2: NBA guys. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah. uh, something to get us through the guys summer. Guys, carrying a little, I, I can handle this as opposed to the summer league you always want to talk about. Well, I watch the summer league because I want to see how
1: local guys do. <laughs> You're such a goof. Thank you.
2: <laughs> we take the time Nicest out of here. Nicest thing
1: you ever said to me.
2: I know. We're back with more in a moment. We got Alex Halstead stopping by, a new wide receiver recruit for the Cyclones, some Capital City League talk, and much more here. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talkers 1700. We're back in a moment.
0: 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and DC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
1: featuring specialty burgers,
2: steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West
3: Des Moines. Wobbly Boots Roadhouse is best known for their award-winning barbecue. Their smoked meats would be best described as a hybrid barbecue, a unique blend of flavors and styles of the barbecue meccas of the United States. Barbecue plates, comfort eats, and draft brews are the draw at this spacious, rustic eatery with plenty of TVs, live music, and a private room for your special event. It doesn't matter if you eat in, take out, or have it catered. Wobbly Boots Roadhouse offers something for everyone including wings, salads, wraps, burgers, and don't miss their smoked prime rib dinner. Only available after 5 on Friday and Saturdays. Wobbly Boots Roadhouse is located at 1301 Northwest 114th Street in Clive. Check them out at wobblybootsroadhouse.com. Wobbly Boots Roadhouse Barbecue is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Wobbly Boots Roadhouse Barbecue gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of Wobbly Boots Roadhouse Barbecue certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast, so get yours on Friday morning, 9 a.m. at 1700 KB gg.com You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by
0: Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs, well-known in central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta
1: dishes, specialty pizzas, and of course the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East
0: Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamandGabes.com.
4: You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gapes.
2: 8866 or online wolfconstruction.net
0: Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court
4: rules in favor of AT&T.
0: Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment, non-return, interface and conditions supply. Call for details. Offer friends 121 Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and T.C on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back in. We continue to roll all the way till 3. Alex Halstead will be our first guest, uh, immediately followed then by Wolfgang, Randy Wayover, Scott Dixon, the auto racer, and then Zubma Mahente from ESPN at 235 today. Right now, we say hello to Alex, uh, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hi, Alex.
5: Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh,
1: we're doing great. Fill us in now uh, because it is pretty quiet out there, and we'll do some Cap City League stuff with you. But let's start with football. Who's this wide receiver that the uh, Cyclones just picked up?
5: Yeah, I picked up a commitment uh early yesterday evening from Texas wide receiver Carson Schlecker um, it's the third player in Texas after just taking a couple in those first two classes I think they've um, started to kind of start to assert themselves back in Texas and uh, maybe we won't see the same numbers we saw in Texas under Paul Rhodes I think they're being a lot more selective with who they take but Schlecker is the type of kid that they want to take a kid that um, had nine other power five offers from Arizona Arizona State um, and a number of other schools and so you're getting a kid that uh, you had to you know beat other uh, major schools uh, for. So I think that's the type of kid that we're starting to see them go into Texas for. And that's the same thing we saw with their last Texas kid uh, a week or so ago in Christian Young. The safety, uh, I guess, there's more of a cornerback out of Texas. You know, they also beat Arizona, Arizona State, Missouri. And so um, we're seeing them be more selective in Texas, but they are in, in Texas a lot more in this class than in the past. But what they get in Schlecker, and he's, you know, five foot nine and another quick slot receiver, and... They need some taller receivers in this class, but they liked his talent so much that they uh, were willing to find room um, to get him in the offense.
2: Well, you mentioned both of the guys with uh, Galban and now Schlecker, both guys that are diminutive as a wide receiver, more slot kind of (laughs) players like that. You mentioned the need for some bigger type of receivers, but is this something (laughs) where it's more Iowa State feeling like we're not going to be able to get your prototypical guy out of Texas, 6'2", 6'3", 210 pounds, we can find speed this way, though, and we'll give up an inch or two, though, to increase their speed that we have offensively.
5: Yeah, you know, they graduate four wide receivers this upcoming season, three of which will play, you know, obviously with Al Mazzard, Marchie Murdoch from Illinois. We didn't see him much last year. I think we'll see him more than the slot guy and Trevor Ryan. So I think they're looking into this class for initially a couple six foot plus receivers and a slot guy. Well, they got two slot guys. But the thing is, you know, Desante Jones has obviously fit into that Emerald, and then these two guys can fit into that as well. And that's kind of, I think, the model right now for Campbell is, um, especially I think in this class now that it's kind of settled in a little bit, is they just want to get the talent and the speed and the athleticism in the Big Twelve that they can. And um, would they like to now still go get one or two guys that are six foot four or six foot three? I think for sure there are, you know, any target that I can even think about they're after at the receiver position is uh six foot and above and more so six two and above but there's some guys like schlecker um you know i think even a Tizan henry is a running back in texas that they're still trying to get and he's five foot eight five foot nine some of those guys they just like their athleticism so much they're willing to a five room and Tazan's a little different because they need a running back in this class badly but um i think you're right yeah they're just saying we're gonna go get the best talent we can get and find ways to use them and we've seen them find ways to use guys in unique ways. And uh, maybe we'll just see them use that end position in, in multiple ways uh, down the road. Are they close on
1: anybody else that you know of?
5: Well, right now there's uh, we're into the dead period, and so things have slowed down a little bit, but they uh, did a good job in June of getting probably 15 or so big targets in town that can help them make their way toward a decision. Uh, one guy that I don't think he's close to a decision, but I think they've put themselves in good position with is offensive lineman Joey Ramos from Arizona. Um, you know he's one of the top 50 offensive tackles in the country. They got two Irons there with Zach Ross and Trevor Downing, but they'd like to get a third lineman in this class, obviously a tackle. And he told me they're at the top of the list. Iowa State is, um, and they're going against Arizona, Arizona State, Cal, uh, Oregon, Washington. Um, basically, the key is to get him out off the West Coast because he's from Arizona. But um, you know I think they're in good position with him. And I mentioned Tisal and Henry there a minute ago. He visited Iowa State June 16th. And now he just set it up for another visit for July 13th. Um, I think he's a top-10 all-purpose back in the country from down in Texas. Uh, played on the same 7-on-7 team as Sterling Galden and Christian Young, who are already committed. And so he wants to decide on August 8th. Um, so it's still a little bit ways out, but the fact that they're getting him back to Ames for the second time in a month will be big in July.
2: Alex Alstead joining us, 24-7 Sports, com on the Draft House 50 hotline. Alex, over to some basketball, and uh, let's start recruiting-wise. I know a big class here, an important class for Coach Prom. couple of open scholarships. We just haven't heard a whole lot if anything else is going to happen. But uh, what are you hearing for 2018, 2019? Two important classes for the future of Iowa State Hoops.
5: Yeah, I think 2018 still a little up in the air just in terms of the numbers. We know they're going to graduate Uh, three guys um this next season and then you like like you said they have two open scholarships so I think they're probably going on in with the idea they'll have at least four open scholarships you know maybe they depending if they add or whatever they do with one or both of those two scholarships it could be five you know if if both stayed open or if one was a grad transfer that at another graduate so it's still kind of up in the air I think we know for sure it's three right now. I think it's probably going to for sure be four, and then we'll see what happens after that. I don't know if we'll see a lot of attrition. I think they've now got guys in the program that will be here for the long haul, uh, although you can never really predict that. But uh, they need a point guard. You know, that's been an emphasis for them. Uh, they're going to lose Donovan Jackson, and Prohm loves having two point guards out there, so they'd like to get someone to go with Linda Wigginton a perimeter player that's kind of a wing or a shooter, and then a forward, and then, um, we could see them double up, you know, maybe at a guard or a forward, depending on how those numbers fall at the high school level. And they could get to the spring again and look at transfers and, and JUCOs then. But, you know, at the point guard, there's really two names out there um, for fans to pay attention to. Jordan Lathan just committed to Northwestern, so that takes one out of, one guy out of there between Northwestern and Iowa State, and he went to Northwestern. But two names to watch. One of them's from Cedar Falls, A.J. Green. Uh, he's, you know, gained some height. He's, I think he's now more like six foot three. Uh, He's a top 100 player in the country, uh, almost a consensus top 100 across every service now. And uh, he's been a big target. The key or the difficult part there is going to be getting him away from you and I. His dad's a coach there, Um, he's a recruiting coordinator there. And um, he's not necessarily, you know, forcing AJ to go there or or pushing him to go there, but um, I think that's going to be tough for him to turn down. Um, That's kind of the big battle there. And then the other guy is Tyler Harris out of Memphis, who right now uh, probably leans Iowa State. Uh, He's got. Wichita State Ole Miss. Um, Kansas is off, but I don't know if they're pushing for him right now. So they're in on, he's another top 100 kid. They're in on two top 100 point guards, and it would be interesting to see if they can kind of make some progress with those guys. Harris, I think, will visit soon. A.J. Green's probably been to Iowa State, you know, three or four times already. So those are two guys. And then uh, a guy we've talked about a lot at the forward spot is Race Thompson uh, from up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Another top 100 player that, you know, Michigan just offered, Indiana has offered, so it's getting a little bit more difficult in that race, but Iowa State seems to be right there in that top five.
1: We're having a conversation with Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Alex, there was a Cameron Laird spotting, and our intrepid that we don't pay reporter Mike Jones uh, (laughs) sent us a couple of tweets saying, he's actually here, I'm watching him in person. Uh, but the only time he's played is that one time. Can you fill us in at all what you have seen out of Cameron Laird, if anything?
5: Yeah, that's the tough part for me is the the night I don't go to the NBA draft, he shows up. <laughs> yeah. And then I, go, I went Sunday to watch him. And, and he
1: didn't show he up. He didn't come. Yeah.
5: So he's only been there one out of the four times. And uh, the one was the NBA draft the night that I um, stayed home to cover the Monte stuff, and so I, have, I did see. I mean, there's video of of it, and him and Solomon did go against each other, and uh, I think he showed some stuff or, yeah, as much as you can show in a cap city league. But um, actually, after that, even the time he was there, there were a couple reporters there, and he didn't do interviews. So it's kind of a, continues to be the mystery of of him since he's gotten here. And um, planning to go Thursday, so we'll before they take a Fourth of July break. So we'll see if he shows up then. I'd like to, you know, see him a little bit closer. But he did show up once, and um, there's some video out there on Twitter uh, that kind of the most you can see of Cameron Lard since he's been at Iowa State, but um, you know it's kind of been the whole thing of the Caps. situation. I haven't seen Jeff Beverly yet. Nope. Um, you know Solomon was we've seen Solomon before, but he, uh, him and Terrence weren't there on Sunday, so uh, it's kind of some nights you go and you see some guys, and some nights uh, you go to see Terrence or Cameron and uh, and you don't see them. So it's kind of just guessing game if you're going to see them or not.
2: Alex, uh, a couple more here before we let you run to the NBA draft. You mentioned Monte Morris does hear his name called, and we figure he's got a pretty good shot there. What are you hearing with him in Denver and uh, his opportunity to make the team? Summer League will be a big part of it, we know, Mm -hmm. but does it sound like he's got a decent shot of making that Nuggets squad?
5: Yeah, Monte, you know, knew going in that Summer League was going to be where he kind of had to show himself, and uh, the Nuggets uh, president actually said, you know, that he's going to get a very, very good book Mm -hmm. in the Summer League, and you know, we know Denver's kind of heavy at the guard position. I think they're trying to unload a couple yes, guys. They are. Help the situation. Yep. So, you know, best case for him is that does help, that they do unload a couple and it helps the situation. The weird thing with them, because I think, you know, no matter what happens, I think he'll end up probably signing a two-way contract um, and maybe we'll see him up and down a little bit like George was. And they don't have a D-League team, so most of their guys go to Sioux Falls to play for the Heat's D-League team. So, um, it'll be interesting to see. I think he'll probably play some in the D League, but it sounds like he's going to get every opportunity to at least spend some time in the NBA during his rookie season. And you know, best case for him is he can sign a multi-year deal like George and get some guaranteed money, and and then that that kind of puts that on the team that if they're paying him, they're going to want to give him some books. Right.
1: That's the key, right there. Is is the type of contract your agent can negotiate for you. Because if they are giving you some guaranteed money, you're absolutely right. You've got a chance to at least stick around a little longer uh, because they will take a longer look at you.
5: Yeah, and I think George got 750000 guaranteed last year, and um, he didn't start going to the D-League until later in the year. Um, and I think there's a cutoff date coming up for him to guarantee his money for year two. So um, that's kind of the best case for you. Is It also kind of helps you out financially, but also I think you get a better look, and uh, it'll be interesting to watch. You know, the summer league. I think I joked about on Twitter is going to be high ratings in Iowa because you're going to have Monte and um, Nazmi along Matt Thomas, Peter Jock, um, Jeremy Morgan. I think utoff Nader and Niang will all play in it. So you might have as many as eight, nine, ten guys playing from the state of Iowa who play college uh, basketball here.
2: Yeah, it should be fun to watch, and uh, a lot of local connections. That'll be good. Uh, last one for me, how about Deontay Burton? Uh, Minnesota's where he gets a shot there. And interesting with the new affiliation with the Timberwolves and the newly fangled Iowa Wolves down here with the D-League.
5: Yeah, I think I saw somewhere that, you know, the T-Wolves were one of the teams that had reached out to Steve Prohm and kind of had talked to him mm-hmm. over a period of time, you know, just to see. And it makes a lot of sense, like you said, with the Iowa Wolves. It would be interesting to see him down here. You know, we've seen Iowa State players, um, in Iowa, before you know, obviously Curtis Stinson. I, I think Deontay Burton might or Deontay Garrett might have spent some time in Iowa. So it'll be interesting to see if he does end up there. You know, they've got some roster spots open as well, where maybe if he you know really shows himself in the summer league, they've now got those 16th and 17th spots that are two-way contracts to go up and down. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. But I think he, is aside from Monte Morris, has the most to maybe show in the summer. we got to seen Nazmi Trulong and Matt Thomas um, will have the ability to show something as well, but I think he's obviously got a lot of intriguing talent that teams just love the measurables in the NBA, and uh, he has a chance to show some of that uh, in the next week or so. Well,
1: it would be fun if uh, they both ended up for a little time in the D-League and then they ended up competing mm-hmm. against each other uh, right here <laughs> in Des Moines. That would be fun.
5: Yeah, I think it would be cool if, you know, Obviously, all these guys want to be in the NBA, but sure. you know, there's a chance. There's a chance we'll see not just Iowa State players, but several players in the D League uh, as it becomes more of a thing to stick in the D League for a little bit than just go straight to Europe. Maybe we'll see more players, and maybe it'll make it more interesting to go out and watch um, teams at Wells Fargo that you know come in and play against each other.
2: Alex, uh, looking forward to what Should be a fun <laughs> summer and. Little bit of time away for you with the dead period going on. you still going to be catching a little hoops and maybe get another Cameron Laird sighting?
5: Yeah, I'm going to get back to the Cap City League Thursday and then they're off of the Cap City League until July 9th. So, um, you know, Thursday's actually in Ankeny and then they're off to the 9th and then I think it goes through the 23rd. So, uh, Lindo Wigginton starts playing for team. He's been playing exhibition games, but uh, the FIBA Under 19 World uh, Cup starts Saturday officially for Canada. He started their first three exhibition games and um, so there's a lot to actually follow this time of year, even with the dead period. And hopefully Wigginton will make it out to the Cap City, although I'm not uh, holding my breath for that.
1: <laughs> okay, pal, thank <laughs> you. It's always good when we ha- have you on the show. Have a great week, Alex. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Talk to you later. See ya, Alex Halstead, great stuff always out of him on the Cyclones, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. It's a great site. That's the site you need to go to if you want your best Cyclone information. And, of course, he comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Uh, we've got uh,
2: Wolfgang coming up in yep. a little while. going and... to talk uh, some hoops with Wolfgang. Okay. On the other side, uh, one of our friends of the program, okay. Brandon Hook, is going to join us from okay. Wolf Construction. All right. I like it. Coming up the other side, he's a Hawkeye fan. Okay. He, he hits both sides, though. We're going to talk some Hawks with him coming up on the other side here as we continue. Jimmy B and T.C.
4: Hey Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 till
0: noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by
2: Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single family and multi-family homes, tear offs,
0: A comet 6 billion miles away is talking to us. Farmers are growing produce in shipping containers. Trees and plants can now distinguish between pests and beneficial insects. We can't make this up. Actually, we can, because we provide the technology that makes it possible. Technology to help humanity. Aeroelectronics. 5yearsout.com AutoZone presents Keeping Cool. When the A.C. is on the fritz, your commute becomes a hot mess. Luckily, AutoZone carries A.C. Pro Refrigerant that helps restore cold air in only 10 minutes. Now get 20 ounces of A.C. Pro Refrigerant with hose and gauge for just 34 dollars after $5 mail-in rebate. So visit your local AutoZone. With over 5,000 locations, the right supplies and good advice are just around the corner. Let's get you what you need.
6: See store for restrictions and details. Get in the zone. AutoZone. One good thing about perennials, they return every year. Another good thing, the Home Depot has one-gallon varieties, a special buy for just $6.98. Regionally selected, so they're bred to thrive and guaranteed for a full year. Let them put down some roots and stay a while. Come next year, they'll return the favor, again and again. One-gallon perennials, a special buy at $6.98. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Selection varies by store, U.S. only.
0: 1700 KPGG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria.
1: I would want all of the police force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips.
0: Just because they say that they need it, that's enough. We need it, so please get it to us. And they give you the hometown scoop with Monk and Kelly. I didn't know you had a clothing on. Yeah.
2: Is it really made of bacon? It's got the official bacon (laughs) stamp of approval. Smell it. are not scratch it, sniff.
0: News from around the globe with Westwood One. On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria on the Big Talker. 1700 Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All
2: right, welcome back here, Jimmy B and TC, on the Big Talker 1700. We got Brandon Hoke with us here. He's the head man over at Wolf Construction. You hear the ads here in the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, and he's with us today. Brandon, good to check up with you again. What's happening? Well, we're just uh, you know out and about in the areas, uh, checking out some hail damage.
7: Kind of hit a few storms hit through the Urbendale, Johnston, Grimes, Waukee, Van Meter area, and so we're just just busy on top of roofs.
2: That's good. It's always good to be busy, and and this is the time of year that it happens. And we got weather that's supposed to be coming, all these things. So I know you guys get the phone calls uh, all the time. A lot of people. If it's just something, a leak, you know, something springs up, something small, you didn't anticipate it. You guys work incredibly fast, but not just with those small leaks that you do, get done very quickly. Uh, one of the things that, that I've talked to a lot of people about that have used Wolf Construction Roofing is you can do a complete re-roof and you can have it done in a day.
7: Yeah, that's a, that's a big selling point. It's it's a big hassle to get a, a home construction project of any type uh, done and the, the the debris the the carnage like for a little bit the 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 mess that you have to live with as a homeowner is a big deal, so we try to contain it to just you know one day uh, most of our roofs are done in one day, uh, you know the weather gives us fits occasionally, but it's a big selling point and a big feature, so we can just be in and out um, some people we've re-roofed their house without them without' them even knowing we've hmm. been there and gone and cleaned up before they get home from work at five o'clock so
2: it's a big benefit happen with us in out. Didn't even know they are there. It's great, and love those things that you guys do with that. Uh, you mentioned the weather, so uh, people that, you know, have had something go through right now, they're they're looking around town. Tell us more about Wolf Construction Roofing. You guys have been in the business for a long time, and, and very community-based as well.
7: Yeah, we started, uh, our founder started as a roofer, um, actually when he was in high school. He and a couple buddies, uh, Hailstorm, went through their hometown up in northwest Iowa, and uh just started doing a few roofs, and it just kind of stuck. He paid for college uh, doing it and moved to Des Moines in the in the mid-'90s, and we've been here ever
2: since. So uh, not only the roofing division, you're a Hawkeye fan, so that makes you a good man in my mind. You know that. Absolutely. Uh, this year, coming up, expectation level seems to be all over the place. you got the faction of fans that every year think they're going to be 11-1, 12-0, 10-2. And then there's the other side, new quarterback, new offensive system, all these different things. You got to replace two starting cornerbacks. Uh, Brandon Snyder goes down with an injury back in the spring. You go through, it seems like this is a year that I can't get a read on the fan base as a whole. Usually you can kind of feel where people are thinking. I hear anywhere from, uh oh, they're not making a bowl game to, they're going back to the Big Ten championship game. Where are you right now? What Where's your expectation level?
4: Well,
7: I'm, you know, Kirk and the and the guys over there do a great job of consistent performance and have that you know, I, I guess I don't always anticipate a 12-0, and 13-0, whatever season, but I, I think we're always going to be a contender. Um, look forward to a new quarterback. I look forward to some of the new stuff that, that uh, they're looking at doing offensively. Uh, maybe break out of some of the traditional playbook and uh, <laughs> give us something to scream and shout about a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. With Brian taking over now as the offensive coordinator. And so this is my theory. Um... People thought that I was killing Brian when it happened, and it has nothing to do with that. And, you know, the whole nepotism thing, that really doesn't even matter to me either. My biggest concern is I think Brian will be able to go the old man and say, hey, we got to implement some changes here. We have to evolve as college football evolves. I think he will be able to do that. My concern with this, though, is you have a firmly entrenched head coach. Then you have his son as a coordinator. What if things aren't going well? And the other offensive coaches where do they turn? You can't go to your offensive coordinator because well, it's the son of the head coach. You can't go to the head coach because you're complaining about his son. That's my only concern about this is if things don't go very well, who do these coaches go to and say, "Hey, we got to do something different here?"
7: Yeah, it it's certainly a valid point. I think you got to go to the the 10-year head coach uh, ultimately. I mean, mm-hmm. he's the one with with the most skin in the game, the most on the line. Um, I think he'd go to Kirk and kind of resolve it with him. Father son is probably kind of behind closed doors. Is probably where the yeah. the real action would take place. Uh, should something
2: go bad, can you imagine those conversations? I mean, Brian seems not not one eighty different, but he's a lot different than Kirk in terms of being in front of the media, saying some things, ruffling feathers. And I wonder what they're like behind closed doors. If there's shouting going on, if there's a little hootin' and holler. You gotta figure it's gotta be a fun meeting room at the very least.
7: Yeah, you know Kirk's gonna be chomping his gum no matter what.
2: <laughs> right. Right. Um, Taking notes on his
7: notepad. Yeah, but I you know, I think it'd be pretty calm behind those behind doors. You know, love does bridge a lot of things in that family bond. I I think they'd figure figure that out.
2: Well it's gonna be an exciting year and exciting times as always over at Wolf Construction Roofing Brandon Hoke here with us. Brandon, as always, good talking with you, good catching up, and uh, we'll talk again down the line. Thanks for having me on. With that, if you have a roofing project coming up around the corner, something that needs to be done, or maybe you're one of those people that were hit with the hailstorm that came through central Iowa, give Wolf Construction Roofing a call today, 515-225-8866. You can also find them online, wolfconstruction.net, easiest place to go, wolfconstruction.net, for Brandon and all the crew there we'll put a cap on things here. Our number one in the books coming up still in the show this afternoon. We got Randy Wehofer coming your way at about one forty we 'll talk with Randy about the debut of Kyle Schwarber, big attendance last night at Principal Park, almost ten thousand in the stands with Kyle Schwarber making his debut, not the greatest debut. Not, uh, not one that you look at and say, oh boy, it was a a rough start to things. But to be expected, he wasn't sent down because he was off to a great start. He was sent down because he's struggling. You can't anticipate this is going to be a guy that's going to come up right away and just is going to be absolutely mashing. couple more games coming up tonight, Wednesday night, then an afternoon game on Thursday with Schorber in town for that one. A lot of people kind of speculating how long is it going to be? You know, how long is it going to take for him to get back up? It's a question that is incredibly difficult, I think, to to answer right now because what do you want to see? I mean, does he have a four-hit game and you say everything's fixed? No, this is, this is going to be something that takes time, and we're talking weeks as opposed to days is the most likely outcome here. Looking forward the uh, all-star break coming up after the week of the fourth for the, for the AAA affiliate. Now is it a time where they look at it there? You got this week, you have next week, then the all-star break. Do you come back and send them to Baltimore? They go to Baltimore and to uh, Atlanta back to back after the all-star break. Do you start it there? Do you bring them back at home coming up on July 21st against the Cardinals? again, Plenty depends on what happens, but because of the timing, because of the All-Star break in there, I think that's going to also lead to you know what you want to do. Do you want to bring him back before? Uh, would you like him to get him back for July 4th in, in those two series, or even the final series against the Pirates at home before that All-Star break, and, and get him some at-bats then another time to relax? It's going to depend on how things go, first of all. It's going to depend on how well he hits, the adjustments that he can make, and then What's going to happen with the big league team? What they're doing up there? Going to be interesting. We'll keep an eye on it again tonight. Uh, it will be 7 o'clock. Tomorrow, 7 o'clock, and then an afternoon game on Thursday with Kyle Schwarber in town with the Iowa Cubs. Randy wayhofer at 140. We got Scott Dixon stopping by. IndyCar Racer getting ready for the IndyCar 300, the Iowa Corn 300 uh, coming up here in. The Iowa Speedway, July 9th is when that will be. Also, Zubin Mahente from ESPN's set to stop by. All to come here as we roll through. It's a Tuesday. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for
4: News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. you soon. Since
0: 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction. A plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call
5: Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star.
3: At the United States Postal Service, we don't just carry your product to its destination. We deliver your business, representing you and all of your hard work with pride. It's almost as if you're the one showing up to the customer's door, greeting them with a smile. Because when you ship with the United States Postal Service, your business becomes our business. That's why we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority you.
0: It's Iowa Cubs game day. Catch the Iowa Cubs versus the New Orleans Baby Cakes tonight at 7.08. Visit iowacubs.com for news, promotions, tickets, and more. Iowa Cubs baseball. Come for the fun. Stay for the game. iowacubs.com.
6: One good thing about perennials, they return every year. Another good thing, the Home Depot has one-gallon varieties, a special buy for just $6.98. Regionally selected, so they're bred to thrive and guaranteed for a full year. Let them put down some roots and stay a while. Come next year, they'll return the favor. Again and again. One-gallon perennials, a special buy at six ninety eight. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Selection varies by store, U.S. only.
0: If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts.
5: Advance Auto Parts Batteries, this is Dion. How can I help you? Hey, Dion, I need an oil change. Oh, what kind of oil do you need? Uh, conventional. Well, we have a special on five quarts of Valvoline for twenty three ninety nine. Wow, that's a great deal! It runs real clean. It protects against cold starts, heat, and wear. Perfect. Sign up for speed perks, and you can save even more. Okay, we'll do.
4: Now at Advance Auto, get five quarts of Valvoline conventional motor oil and a Purilator filter for just twenty three ninety nine. See store for details. Also at participating Carquest Auto Parts stores.
0: Seventeen hundred KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your
4: money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is a message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000, whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income.
0: Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon, sponsored by Mediacom Career.